Wow, we've been together for 12 years. Isn't that crazy? It's been beautiful. It has been a ride. We've made a lot of mistakes. But we've learned so much along the way. We've done a lot of things great. And that's why we're here through this podcast. All we want you to do is live the best version of your life and come on the journey with us. So here we are to give you fresh inspiration, fresh momentum, and fresh ideas. Welcome to the Fresh Life. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> no. Chris looks just like Chance the Rapper right now with this hat and goatee that he has going on. I look similar. Just like him. I look similar. So, man, first off, happy to be back in front of the camera talking to you all. Um, we had did, uh, it's been here and there. I did some traveling and just moving around. So, nonetheless, we're happy to be back in front of you um, with this episode in which we're going to share a, a place right now you've all seen us kind of take steps forward but we want to show you what it looked like when we took a step backwards so that we can leap 10 steps forward do you mm, remember that time i do remember that time um we've had several times like that though mm-hmm. but this one in particular we're going to take y'all way back to the year 2011 you're right 11 12 ish <laughs> 11 12 nonetheless it 12, was 13. No, it was seven years ago. No, you know Six what? years ago. Yes. It was 2012-2013. Yes. Because we gave birth to our son in 2013. Yes. 100% facts. So... It was 2012. <laughs> we were... We got married in 2010. And we were living down at downtown Cleveland in this apartment. Nice apartment. Spent a lot of money on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's great for newlyweds. Very nice apartment yeah. downtown. Yeah. Sky Rise. Um, overlooking the flats. Looking the water right outside our window. Very, very beautiful. Unbelievable views. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we were thinking, this isn't sustainable though. Because no, it's really expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> we live far away from everybody. Mm-hmm. And how are we ever going to raise children in an apartment? Oh, you could raise a dog. Everybody has a dog, but nobody had kids. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. somebody having kids? No, not really. No, I, I mean, once they, I mean, I just look at our son now who is literally always up and down the street, outside playing basketball, in the backyard. Like, he loves being able to go outside. Yeah. Like, it's like, literally when Caleb come in the house, he drops his book back, he goes right back outside. And we would have taken that opportunity from him had we not made a mature decision to move back in with the parents. Mm. So, this was a hard decision. We're married. We're married. Having sex. We're one year into our marriage. And? And we decide yeah. to move back home with my parents um, in order to save up money for our down payment for our house. So, at that time, we were paying like $1,300 in rent. Um, living where we were and we said well what if we could just pocket $1,300 a month and 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 also not paying any water gas electric we had to pay all of the utility bills parking parking so what if we save two grand a month and move back home with my parents and it was a really really hard decision to make I remember we got so much 
of our drive to do it came from wisdom and from other yeah. people speaking life into us. We at that time we were really involved in our church and like a lot of the elders and our pastor, like they were just really telling us, you know, this is the right move to make. Yes, it's gonna be uncomfortable, but in hindsight, they were so right as far as, you know, it didn't look right. It, it didn't feel right. Um, it was so humbling, such a low state, but yeah. it was truly the right move. We, you got to do what you have to do sometime. And that was the lesson that we didn't know, but we were willing to find out. Yeah. You know, we wanted we wanted a home you know we were first-time homeowners and when you're newly married it's kind of like the the next step you know like you get married you buy a home you have a kid yeah so we were fortunate and blessed enough to where we were actually in line with those steps some people you know mix those steps up a little bit just kind of how life happens and you're trying to put that together so we were fortunate enough to have the opportunity to not have a kid yet, but to buy a house. Mm -hmm. uh, that just meant that we had to sacrifice, you know, moving back, you know, with Jazz's parents. And so when we made that decision, you know, moving out was tough. Um, it was exciting, you know, to a degree, um, but we were still leaving the, the comfort of our privacy. Right. But we were willing to do the hard things. Right. Um, to grow forward. Yeah. So I remember when we, you know, had moved in. I'll personally say, you know, to be honest with you, like, it was tough for me because as a man, you know, you, you have this, this, this ego, you know, and it's, it's a hairy ego. It's got a beard, you know, and it's, it's muscular, <laughs> you know, and it's like got a big chest and like, you know, it's. If an ego was ever played in a movie. He would, it is the incredible Hulk. He would look like the wilding leader on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes, he would. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what he would look like. He might look like the giant. Oh, the giant. But, oh, that's good. But this ego is very fickle because he doesn't get you anywhere. So I had this ego that either was going to stop me from moving our lives forward and our goals. But I said, you know what? I need to park that ego and just take the low route. And that first night, y'all, was tough. Yeah, it was a really like, tough night. Mind you, too, our bed was on the floor. So we look like squatters. <laughs> <laughs> like, we look like squatters. Like, we have now we only got one door to close, you know? Like, we got to... I thought, I thought we had to ask to go into the refrigerator. <laughs> we were in my old bedroom, too. My childhood uh, bedroom that I grew up in. Was it pink? It was purple at that time, I think. Wasn't it purple? All the same. It was purple. And um, we no, were in yeah. my childhood bedroom. So it was, and our bed was on the floor because the railings, I don't know what happened to our railings or. I didn't feel like it. I don't even know if we had railings because no, we had that bed that kept falling at the apartment. Oh yeah, this bed was so. Because the railings was inside of the, um, what's that, the box? The, the box spring. The, it's called a box spring? No. What? The bed set inside of a, a foot, a box. Okay. And the, the side of that had railings, but. Our bed would just like kind of shift off the railings and every. So some nights at four in the morning, somebody would take a forty-five degree angle. Like, every now and again, you just jump off the bed yeah, a little bit. Yeah. The bed shift, the bed fall. Kept you on your toes. So, it was a security system. <laughs> so honestly, I don't think we had railings. So we moved back into my 
right? So our bed is on the floor. So you already know how that feel, right? When your bed is on the floor, like that's just a straight transitional season, period. And I just remember like Chris looked at me, he said, we about to go get a hotel room. It was the very first yeah. night. Like we about to get out of here. That it was, was tough. It was really tough. But I remember really what also made it tough was uh, laundry. Oh, okay. okay. So Same we more. were, um, there was a time period in which we were ready to finally have sex, right? And so we closed the door. We thought that this is, a, you know, Jasmine, my heart, the house is, the house is a nice large space. So, you know, you could get away with some things without everybody kind of being on top of you. So we closed the door and Jazz's mom comes and knocks on the door. You know, while we're, you know, we're, we're building Caleb, you know, right? Like, you know, we're building his hands, his athletic ability. We're building him. What? And her mom <laughs> knocks on the door and we say, she says, like, you know, you're busy or something like that. And who said it? Was it me or you? I don't, I don't remember. One of us said, we're doing laundry. No, I don't know where we came up with that. <laughs> either but it became like a household it code became a household code it doing did. laundry we're doing the laundry yeah because you know we was, i don't feel good about this conversation we had the we was doing the dirty we was cleaning up the dirty she and then my mother was like well next time just put a laundry basket outside the door yeah that's very true but this is a part of but here's the thing the moral of the story is this we were willing to take a step back and then we, we did that for a year and we became very accustomed to the whole living situation. Like it became, you know, we're helping clean up, you're cooking, like that becomes a part of your life. You take it out the trash. You take out the trash. And the great thing is, is that when, you know, my in-laws and Jazz parents are, are remarkable, you know, like they're my mom and dad, like they're remarkable people. And so, and, and they're mature and like they got their stuff, you know, well in line. So we're not moving into some bottom basement situation like you know this is like okay we can deal with this for a season yeah um because the only thing we're really losing to be honest with you is our hood than when we were yeah for sure for sure so also um just the ability to make a sacrifice right and not always just feeling like you got to keep up with other people or do things for the opinions of mm. others and i just think that was such a valuable lesson we learned very early on in our marriage that has really helped us so like we're going to do things the way that we need them to be done and the way that we think is best for us and our family and our unit. And that might not look how what everybody else would yeah. say is a good idea or what they think that they would do if they were in a situation. And so, yeah, I think that I'm glad that we did that at a young age. I'm glad that we did that early on in our relationship because it just showed us that we were willing to make sacrifices for the betterment of us as a unit. Like, when I think about you know, what it takes to survive. Like, you know, we're really talking about survival, you know, at, at the crux of it. Like, what does it take to survive? And I think a lot of times we see, we were just looking at somebody's Instagram account before we started this podcast and they were, you know, really highlighting their success. Like, and it's to be, it's to be applauded, like a hundred percent. But we also don't get to see the sacrifice that it took mm. to get to that point. Yeah. And, you know, so we, when we talk about the successes so when now when you know we have friends and family that come and visit our house that we bought um what they're able to see is the house you mm -hmm. know the square footage you know the neighborhood mm -hmm. you know the space that our kids get to play in we have a really nice house 
But the fact is that we were also, we also, we also had to sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, a, something that most aren't willing to do, yeah. especially when they're married. Like right. you may sacrifice that when you're single, right? but to bring your husband or your yeah. wife into yeah. your family's home right. that you don't even want to live at. Right. Maybe, maybe. Right. That's a big deal. And you open your family, you open your relationship up for criticism and judgment yeah. and and um and just like they learn like little idiosyncrasies that maybe they would have never known had they not lived with a person. And so you're you're opening yourself up to that too and to for opinions and um and then old patterns and mindsets and things that you've kind of like you married now so you kind of escape that like I'm gone, I don't live there anymore. But like some of that stuff can come back and like you know your parents expectations of you or like things that you really as an adult are trying to evolve and mm. to um, cultivate like your own reality like your own life like how you're going to do things and um, and so that can be kind of challenging too because you kind of are going back into those things so it wasn't just like the financial um, sacrifices we were able we were making but it was also emotional it was also um, our relationship it was also so our privacy, like Chris said, but at the end of the day, it's being able to make those sacrifices. So we make sacrifices across, you know, various platforms just then, but it still was just so important to do that because it catapulted us, right, mm-hmm. into a new place. Yeah. And it gave us the structure and the ability that we needed to purchase our own home, to put down a down payment, to pay the escrow, and everything else that we needed to do in order to move in. Now, let me also say that I think I made more sacrifices than Jasmine. Okay. Because I had to also, you know, I had to be involved in multiple conversations with my father-in-law, <laughs> who I love dearly. But let me just tell you about the timeline of when we were there. This is when President Obama was president, okay? Now, most of us are <laughs> celebrating this time period, you know, but not all of us, okay? And if you know anything about my father-in-law, he is not an Obama fan, okay? He calls him Obama, okay? And the thing is, is that because, you know, I like to follow politics, me and him became the banter champions. You know, it, it would be late at night, it would be during dinner, whatever it was. But Yeah, that's a lot. It's It was a lot. That's a lot. But the thing is, I will say, is that I don't know another way. You know, sometimes I think that, you know, God orchestrates ways for you to at least be bonded with people. And I don't think that bond is always in line with, like, this you know, super happy and peaceful place. Sometimes, like, you bond through, you know, rubbing off each other. You know, like, you bond. So if you put two things together and they they keep rubbing against each other, both are going to have a similar groove that matches them to each other. Oh, come on now. Even though they had to rub against each other and cause friction, they're closer and probably a little tight and understand each other more than a lot of other people. Yeah. So that's kind of where we were and that's where we are now. Like, we have a mutual respect, you know, and he understands that, you know, I have a point of view. Yeah. Um, even though we disagree with each other, yeah. that we have a point of view, but it's a respected point of view. And so we've graduated from that space, but early in our marriage, we pro- I probably needed that. I, I, you don't know what you need when it's coming to you. Like, we didn't know that we needed to, you know, sacrifice when we first got married. Like, mm-hmm. that's a big growth, that's a growth spot. Right. We didn't, like, we came from a place of, 
you know, this is Jasmine. She's beautiful. She's graduated from Ohio State, and she comes from this wonderful family. Here's Chris, fully involved in ministry, and, you know, everybody knows him. Like, we came from that space. Mm -hmm. So now we feeling all great, and we got the nerve to move downtown, got this brand new car. Like, we rolling. Mm -hmm. So it took us to truly humble ourselves, and that was, and what it was was a sign of our first humbling. Mm. Um, and so I think you get used to having the sacrifice because that's a part of what marriage is. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's a part of what marriage is and being used to sacrifice it and being willing to sacrifice for each other and being willing to sacrifice for your goals, no matter what they are. If the, the, In this case, it was a financial goal for us that, and we needed to save a substantial amount that we wouldn't be able to save had we continued to pay such a high level of rent. But if you guys need to sacrifice um, your time, if you need to sacrifice your ego, if you need to sacrifice your pride, if you need to sacrifice your worth ethic, whatever you need to sacrifice in order to make sure that y'all's unit is tight, I think is so paramount and so important and I just want to encourage everybody to be able to do that so whenever, whatever y'all's goals is as a unit, be willing to sacrifice for that. But I even say, you know as well as the unit, even if on an individual basis, you know that um, it just takes doing the hard things and I think that we have to grow to a place of being comfortable uh uncomfortable yeah. you know and i think there's there there is a a great like fruit you know like a soup we my wife and i started uh eating uh, ici bowls is it that's how it's pronounced ici i bowls whatever but nonetheless they're delicious but it's a super fruit right mm -hmm. and it has all these nutrients and antioxidants in them and but everybody doesn't eat them. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's this middle gap that it's a small fruit you got to actually go and search for that has all this nutrition. But it's easy to go eat the banana because they're plentiful. It's easy to eat the strawberry. It's plentiful. But will you do? Will you find the thing that's rare that is a super fruit for you? Mm -hmm. And you know, it is. It's really getting down into the mud and doing the hard things. Whether it's your business, mm -hmm. whether it's saying like. Um, in this season, I can't do, or maybe it's in this season, I have to do more of. Right. Um, maybe it's school. You know, I'm uncomfortable. You know, I already work a lot of hours, but heck, man, like, I know that I can't work at this job forever, so I need to do, I need to do school for the next few years. It's being willing, like, are you willing mm -hmm. to sacrifice to get what your mouth always says you want. Right. That's good. Are your tongue is your tongue in your mouth? Is your tongue and your mouth moving at the same speed? Like is your, your tongue in your shoe? <laughs> yeah, is the tongue and your mouth moving at the same speed as the tongue in your shoe? Because I love, so many times we we yap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we talk a lot. Like it's very easy to talk. Mm -hmm. But putting your feet and your hands to work to make that happen. Yeah. That's what that's what it means to lead your own life. Yeah, yeah, and make and, and the sacrifice part is really hard to do. I think in this time of social media too, of just seeing people's success or seeing the perception of success and the perception of having it all together and the perception of making money, and it might not. And I know for us, it has not just fell in a place like that, right? There's there's hard work that still has to be done and things that we have to do in the past to get us where we are. And so don't be afraid to make those sacrifices. Sacrifices. Don't be afraid to like do things differently or don't be afraid to take a season like this is your season of where you're you're not spending any money or this is your season of saving or this is your season of whatever and it is going to be different than what you're going if you're going like this and scrolling yeah it's going to be way different than what you're seeing. 
but it's still very important to figure out what it is that you need to be doing and just get on some what are these type of glasses blinders blinders oh oh yeah that's the glasses you know you know that grandma just came from the eye doctor just all I want to do is be able to see straight in front of me. Like the horses have them on when they're racing, right? Yeah. You ever look right when you're in the car and look right or left and you see grandma with those glasses on? You ever been in the you car? You can't drive next to grandma at that point. You ever been in the nothing. car, even more importantly, you ever been in the car and start looking right or left and start veering that way? Mm. Okay. So it's more important just to keep your eyes on your own path wow. and do what's important for you wow. and your family. Can I tell you what else looking off to somebody else's business does to you? Hmm. Do you know what's the biggest cause of traffic slowdowns? It's not the accident in the road. It's everyone looking at other people's business. Mm -hmm. Like, if we were so focused on what's ahead of us mm -hmm. and where we need to go and how fast we need to drive... While somebody else on social media is having their own accident mm -hmm. and we so enamored with how messed up their life is or what drama's going on that we stop and we slow down. Like, you could be working at your desk, mm -hmm. full productivity. Mm -hmm. Your notification goes off. Come you on, start Chris. looking your at your phone, stopping your entire flow of work, and you're holding up everybody else behind you that's waiting on you to arrive to your destiny. Oh, my gosh. We're going to end on that note. So... Nonetheless, we love y'all. Thank you for joining um, us. We always are promoting yeah. the fresh life, and yeah. um, but it's a it came about through struggle. It came about through um, hard nights. It came about through tears too, and it came through like I'm reading the book Crushing. You know, we're here now, but it came through a crushing season and, and, and different aspects of our life. So we are just so grateful that you guys are joining us. And we just want to show you a little more glimpse of our story. Yeah. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, make sure, again, that you visit the freshlifebrand.com, uh, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And then also, it's actually like right here in one of these corners. You guys subscribe. And then also, make sure that you subscribe to our audio podcast if that's easier for you. But nonetheless, thank y'all so much for tuning in and joining us. Thank you.